has there ever been a time when you did something you knew you weren't you weren't supposed to do? Oh, uh, when I was in third grade, uh, I looked at my partner's spelling test that was sitting next to me, and I copied off of him. Hey, has there ever been a time when you did something you knew you weren't supposed to do? Yeah, one time I got in a fight with my brother, and my mom came over to break us up, so I was like, okay, whatever. But then the second she turned around, I socked him in the jaw. Has there ever been a time when you did something you knew you weren't supposed to do? So one time I went to Mary Kay, and they were handing out free samples, and so I took one, and then I came back and dressed up as a new person, and I came back again, and I did that five times. Good evening, my name is Alex from Gangster Goodreads, and I have Audrey and Kevin. Hello. Hey. Welcome to the show. Today we are here to talk about the fall of man and how the Bible relates to Lord of the Flies. Nobel Prize winner William Golding wrote the 1954 novel, which is an allegory about schoolboys stranded on an island, and it uncovers mankind's inherent savagery that goes against our conformities to society. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get right into our discussion with our first question. So, in Lord of the Flies, the boys begin to worship the head of a boar on a stick. How does this relate to the biblical demon, Beelzebub, and how does this relate to the fall of man? Well, in the Christian belief, Beelzebub is an alternate name for Satan, or a lesser demon in some cases. The boar's head in Lord of the Flies represents Beelzebub and what he stands for. The boys are worshiping Satan, so to speak, as they continue to deny their civilized manner. This relates to the fall of man in Genesis because Adam and Eve gave into temptation and denied their God's commands. So basically, are you saying that the boar is the devil, or are you saying that it represents the devil? Well, the boar is an allusion to Beelzebub. So Beelzebub was a demon in the Bible, and the Lord of the Flies was a demon in the book. So both show that humans can be tempted and shaken, ultimately leading to their own destruction. So what I'm understanding is that Beelzebub and the boar's head are both demons that can lead to mankind's savage actions that have the ultimate destructive power that represents the fall of man. Yes, and according to the New World Encyclopedia, Beelzebub is an interchangeable name with Satan. This shows that the Lord of the Flies in the book represented Satan. The Lord of the Flies brought fear into the boys, which slowly broke them down. The boys breaking down shows that man will always fall short. Speaking of Beelzebub and the Christian belief, that brings us to our next question. So in Genesis, Adam and Eve are persuaded by a serpent to deliberately go against God. What does the serpent, serpent represent in the Bible, and how does this connect to the Lord of the Flies? Well, Alex, the serpent in the Bible represents the id, or in other words, the instinctive and needy part of the conscience. In Lord of the Flies, the boys have a chance to be rational, but they choose to be unimportant and choose to do unimportant things in survival. In Genesis, Adam and Eve are persuaded to go against God wish- God's wishes and eat the fruit off of the tree, similar to how Jack wanted to hunt instead of tending to the fire or building shelters. So you're saying that the boys focus on having fun by killing and hunting instead of taking their situation seriously. Yes, that's exactly the point. It seems like that the serpent is Jack. Most of the boys are like Adam and Eve. They do what they want without considering their own consequences. Correct, Alex. Also, the fruit represents hunting and how the boys only care for their current needs. 
In chapter 4, Jack and his followers do not care for the signal fire, and it goes out. They eventually come back with blood all over them and a dead pig they had killed. However, they could have been rescued since there was a ship passing by, but the fire was not lit so, they, so the boys could not be saved. Great, we're going to move on to our third and final question. Okay. According to the story from Genesis, what point does Adam and Eve's actions make a point about ourselves and society today? In the nonfiction text about Beelzebub, it is said that this demon tempts humans to commit unjust actions. This is similar in the book of Genesis because the serpent tempted Eve to commit a crime against God. Both of these stories have to do with temptation and sin, both which humans cannot resist and fall into. This applies to your life because we, the people, are tempted to do wrong things. In both texts, there was, the reward was not worth the consequences that were given. So overall, what I'm getting at is the book, Lord of the Flies, can be looked on as a parallel for the story of Adam and Eve, which represents the fall of man. Yes, the story of Adam and Eve represents temptation as it occurs in Lord of the Flies and the real world. It is up to you guys, the listener, to make the right decisions and not succumb to temptation. Perfect. Thank you for joining me today with another Gangster Goodreads. We would love for our listeners to comment on our questions of the week. Can you parallel to the story of Adam and Eve of purposely going against someone? And if so, what is your outlook on those actions? Thank you again, and I will see you next week. Much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do?